This podcast is a product of the 4th and Inches Network. A podcast network designed to keep Husky fans up to date on their favorite programs around UW. Enjoy the show and go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs. This week on the program, Noah Diggerson breaks down the home sweep of the Mountain Schools. Against the Buffaloes, the Huskies held to a 15-point lead in the second half before just holding on for the 60-58 win. On Saturday, the Dogs grinded out a double overtime win against the Utes of Utah. Dickerson breaks down both games and explains the different mindsets of a player in a game with a large lead as opposed to a grind-out battle. This is the Noah Dickerson Show from the 4th and Inches Network. Enjoy the show. Hey, Husky fans, welcome back to the Noah Dickerson Show from the 4th and Inches Network. My name is Trevor Mueller, and of course with me is Noah Dickerson. And Noah, before we get to anything, happy birthday, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm you know, closer to 30 now. I round up, so. Uh, That's, I'm sorry, you're 25 then, correct? Yeah, uh-huh, I'm 25, pushing 30. Uh, That's a quarter century. Yeah, it's getting there, man. I'm getting up there. And, uh, of course, as you get older, uh, your your knees don't come back as strong, but we're happy to report that you finally got back on the court this week. How'd it go? Yeah, uh, it was good. I had a, you know, solid little double-double uh, the first game. Second game, scored in double figures in, like, 15 minutes. So, you know, I'm getting back. Cool. I'm getting there. I'll be back hopefully fully this week. We have a game on Sunday, so, you know. Today's Tuesday. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So today is uh, February first is when we're doing this. So, uh, um, yeah, happy birthday to you! And and Washington comes out and they win two games uh, over the weekend. The first one is a sixty to fifty eight victory over Colorado, and then they follow that up um, with a seventy seven seventy three double overtime win against Utah. Uh, but you know, first first you have Washington. Beating Colorado, uh, which, you know, we didn't get to talk after the Oregon series, but Washington goes against embarrassed by Oregon. Colorado mm-hmm. goes to Oregon and wins. And then Washington, at some points in this game, looks like they're going to cruise to the victory. Um, can you think of a time when you were in school where there was a kind of a triangle of, of weirdness like that that involved you guys? That involved us? I mean, we lost to Cal. Yeah, that was a bad Cal team too. Uh, we lost the Cal. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I remember not, you talking like, about that too. You knew you were going to lose that game. Oh yeah, no, I caught it out, man. I I I gotta have Dom back on here and really come and really talk about it because me and Dom got really mad that I said it, but I'm like, yo, we're too like nonchalant right now. I'm not liking the vibes in here. But uh, but nah, nothing nothing like that when I was back in college. I don't think. Yeah, and Washington, of course, led by Terrell Brown Jr., who is the Pac-12's player of the week. He scored 26 uh, against Colorado. And a bugaboo that has come up a few times, especially you've highlighted a lot, is the lack of assists. Um, they only had 10 assists on the game. But where Coach Hopkins is going to make his money and the reason he got hired to be the head at Washington – uh, is the defense and they turned the ball over six they gave they 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 stole the ball 16 times yeah that's ridiculous <laughs> yeah and and that's uh that's all of the turnovers for colorado came on the steal um this zone is looking 
uh, more energetic than it has in the last two or three years. No, yeah, for sure. No, definitely. They're they're probably more out there than we were. Because honestly, honestly, like Matisse was grabbing all those steals, but like not not everybody was out there gambling like that. Like you know, right. So, uh, you know, they're out there. I mean, but I, like, it'll be annoying to play against them. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you're right. And I think this is actually more along the lines of what uh, Coach Hopkins was hoping for. And I, I do think that uh, going back to the years that you were there, your junior and senior year, um, you guys had it rolling on the defensive side of the ball. But you look at the length and the athleticism of this roster and who's getting minutes right now, they're really long and they're really athletic. And they seem to, especially teams that struggle with guard play, they make it really hard for them to get into their offense. Yeah, no, nah, most, yes. And they start late in the shot clock. Yeah, and, and then you see the hurry, right? And mm-hmm. um, I, I think of, you know, uh, Emmett Matthews, uh, Jamal Bay, and Dejon Davis seem to be those guys that, on the defensive side of the ball that are uh, creating a lot of the havoc. Uh, although Terrell Brown Jr. was as well. Um, they're spending a lot of their uh, time and energy on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, no, nah, most definitely. They're, they're flying all over the place, taking charges. You know, they're all over the place. Yeah, and then, you know, looking at um, the game flow, Washington kind of did what Colorado uh, – did to Colorado what Colorado did to them earlier in the season when they went on a really big run. Um, Washington's, of course, comes in the second half, and – with 9.54 left, it's a 37.52 lead for Washington. And then everything kind of grinded to a halt for Washington. They end up holding on 60-58 to 58, um, after some free throws. But you've been in games where you've been up big and you have to hold the lead. What is the – for Hopkins, um, what is the messaging around offense when you're up big, when, when you're trying to limit possessions, what is kind of being said in a, in a, in a timeout there? Uh, man, I, man, I used to hate being in those positions, man. Right. Cause, cause like it's hard. Cause then you get complacent and then like, but you still want to keep going. Like, honestly, like for the most part, I don't think we never, like, like it was always, always push it. Like, don't, don't get complacent because, and then you could, what happened where you just don't score again. Like, you know, they scored eight points in the last 10 minutes, you know? And right. so I, I don't even necessarily think it was like, it was always keep going, keep your foot on the gas, keep your foot on the gas, keep your, keep your foot on the gas, like, keep it going. Otherwise what happened, happened. You know what I mean? Right. And just looking at what happened after <clears throat> Washington, um, uh, started to let the lead slip away. Uh, you don't see Washington uh, assisting any more baskets during that time. Uh, and I know a lot of that is due to the fact that they want to have the shot clock um, uh, be down uh, around that single digit mark before they start. But it seems like it's a lot of Terrell Brown one-on-one. Even with that, there's no kickouts uh, and, and no assists, and, and I'm sure you're going to find some missed shots. But um, does that translate also to the uh, other side of the ball? Uh, like, like on the defensive end. Yeah. Honestly, I, I honestly like no. Okay. Like for that for that team, no. Like I, I, you know, I'm gonna be honest. For me, I'd be 
I'd be a little different. I'd be out there a little sulky, a little bit, a tiny little bit. <laughs> I can't lie to you. I would be sulky. <laughs> uh, but like, like they're out there flying. They're, everybody's still out there flying around. They're grabbing blocks and then like you know. Um, when they're at their best, when they're out there running, and when they're running, when they're running is when everybody gets the ball, you know. And so, honestly, like I hate to see them in the half court because I don't think their half court offense is is the is the very best, and they get real like stagnant and shoot bad shots, which is you can see is what happened because they didn't really score at the end of the game, right? Um, and and so, but like, but like. For them on the defensive end, their their offense really doesn't dictate that because they're really like even when their their shots aren't falling, you know, that defense is still out there doing their thing. Right, and you know, it it is a luxury to have somebody like Terrell Brown who can uh, go get a bucket, uh, break his defender down, and go uh, get a quick two points. Uh, unfortunately, Washington was unable to, but they built enough of a cushion that they're able to come out with the victory. Um, I think probably one of their better wins in conference so far, uh, one of the teams that's on the upper half of the conference uh, and a team that they, uh, they lost to and, and they didn't give up per se, but once Colorado yeah. had them at arm's length, Washington really couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. No, I, not, I, for me, I thought this was a, a, a big win, you know, especially after what they did, to them at their place right and were you able to get back at your teammate at all <laughs> yeah <laughs> when i um i texted him uh at like 11 o'clock in the morning he had just woke up i texted him the score i didn't even just i didn't say nothing not i texted him the tweet <laughs> and, he, and he uh he said hey man don't don't i don't want to start my day off with this bullshit <laughs> 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 I'm really glad you said that too. Yeah. Oh no, man. I was I was dying. I thought, oh, we won. Oh man. Nah, what? I fell asleep on it. I fell asleep on it. Right. Oh, <laughs> um, that's I, awesome. Yeah, no, nah, we had a we had a we had a long travel week. So I didn't really get to watch many of the games like that. Right. And uh this one, you know, looking at the score at the end really doesn't indicate how good Washington was for three quarters of this game. Yeah, no. Yeah, most definitely. And then the grind happens on Saturday afternoon. Utah, they have one conference win right now. Washington's already beaten them on the year. Um, Washington's looking at going 2-0 and again at home, which is uh, absolutely uh, yeah, what this team needs yeah. to do, right? Yeah, exactly. Win at home. The dog pack is in there really helping them, you know. Yeah, and this was a, a big day, too, because also it was junior day for the football team. So there was a lot of prospective uh, um, former uh, future Husky football players in the stands as well. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so <clears throat> Washington pretty much was playing catch-up for this entire game. Um, looking at the flow of it, it was, it was pretty much a close game where Washington couldn't quite um, ever take over enough to um, uh, really – uh, end, end Utah's night. Oh um, uh, no! Yeah, no, no, no! I watched this game. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah so no, you know, game. you're looking at the lead never got bigger than it, about it, it four did. to six points, right? Yeah, no, it didn't. They were the whole entire game. Like, like I was like, oh, this is a good game. This is a this is a seat right away. Couldn't couldn't put them away at all. 
Yeah, and it's frustrating because this is a game where uh, if Washington loses this game, I mean, this is a, a big step a bad, backwards. That's a, right? that's a bad. That's a bad loss. Even though Utah didn't play like a one-win team in conference, though, I can't lie to you. Yeah, you're right. They played really well. Um, that's seven-footer yeah. uh, Stefanovic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, where, mm-hmm. where's where's that? Uh, which one is he? Oh, uh, Carlson, um, about seven footer. He had uh, quite quite a day. He was able yeah, to finish 18. with his left and yeah. le- left and right as well. Mm-hmm. Um, three blocks to go along with the eighteen points and seven rebounds. No, um, he was a beast owner. Now, in those, now I know for a fact you've been in these kind of grinded out sort of games where the defense is playing well. Uh, you can't quite seem to put a team away. Um, what, as a player in a game like this, uh, again, Washington uh, only with 10 assists, um, is, is the, is the thought process for a player that, uh, to try to do it on their own? Um, so honest, honestly, it's a, for me, for me, it's a tale of two halves because, I, I that assist number kind of sucks because in that first half they looked really different. Right. I can I can honestly say that offensively they looked really different in that first half. How they were scoring the ball. Um, a lot like I, the there was a lot more being done offensively. Like it was all over the place. So like it was like that's why I I thought the assist number is eh because. Like, Honest, like when watching the game, it looked like a totally different team in the first half offensively. The ball wasn't really sticking. Uh, it sucks it wasn't there, weren't all assists, but like they looked totally different. The even, I'm pretty sure a regular person that doesn't like really play watch basketball could tell the difference between them first half and, and even second half, you know? Right. And then, uh, of course, there's two overtimes and, um, uh, Washington is able to pull it out. Uh, kind of break down what happened in the overtime to uh, give Washington this victory. Oh, man. Man, that man, what? Okay, so boom. So the first overtime, it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And uh, at the end, the last, like, we had the last possession. To, like honestly speaking, it was great defense by Dejon Davis to get back like that. But Terrell got really got ripped. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yep. Yeah, man, that was scary. Mm-hmm. Oh, he got ripped, and thankfully there was some uh, Dejon or yeah, he, I think uh-huh. Dejon was there just to slow the guy down so he couldn't really get it off. Thankfully, right. But, uh, and so that was a little scary. That was, a little <laughs> yeah. scary. That was, I was like, oh, 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 and it was a clean rip, like clean, like I'm going the other way in stride. I was like, oh, right. no, ain't no way we about to lose like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, in the second overtime, I, I'd say pretty much at the beginning of the overtime. Yeah. Um, what's his name? What's his name? Cole. Cole, Cole hit Bachelor. that. Yeah, Cole Bajman hit the hit the um, wing three to put us up three, and that gave us the cushion we needed. Yeah, and you know it, it just seemed like if any team was going to get up um, two possessions, it was going to be really it, tough for the other team yeah. to score. Mm-hmm. But it's I'll go back right. to even end of regulation. Um, Washington has to get a stop. They get a stop on the baseline. 
Um, but the balls, uh, ends up getting bumped around a little bit and the possession arrow goes back to Utah. No problem. Washington then almost gets him on an eight count and, uh, ends up the, the point guard jumped in the air and, and tried to pass the ball and, and landed. So there, there's your travel. And then Washington's able to get to the line with Terrell Brown, uh, taking it himself, uh, making the free throws and sending it overtime. That's a, that's, those are big time plays for this program. No, most definitely. It's that defense, man. It's, it's stifling. I, I told you when I was over there this summer and I was, I was watching, do helping them with some of the drills. I was on offense. I mean, they're all over the place. I agree. They're, they're really and, all and, over the place. Like, like, like quite frankly. Yeah. And, and they really seem to, uh, to trap well. And is that a design thing or when the ball yes, goes to a yes, certain and spot? rotate. Um, so, I mean, we had the trap in there. We just didn't really do it. Okay. <laughs> was it a call like, so, or is the, when it went there? Nah, it, it was like if it's short corner, you trap it. Like, like they, they, they're they doing something way more extended than we were because they actually pressured the ball. Like, we really didn't do that. Like we, right. didn't, like, we didn't have to. Like, we would just, you know, Matisse would go out there and do his little thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then we'd sit back and cover the holes that, that that his his thing would do and you know, we were fine, but um they're doing something totally different. They want to pressure the ball. They're upping people. It's, like this is a whole totally different defense. Like like they they have the same zone principles, but like man, they're different. Like this is different. <laughs> yeah, and I I think what I've seen is obviously some of the teams that are better uh, teams in the um in this in the upper half of the conference sometimes can uh use that uh that pressure against Washington to get easy buckets but it really seems like the teams that are around Washington and lower really cementing Washington in the middle of the Pac-12 is that if if a program or a team can't handle the ball and handle pressure Washington will end up eating them alive oh yeah no it's bad if you, have, if you don't have more than one bar handlers over it I, I wouldn't want to take it up against them. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> right. Um, and it, kind of shifting the focus to Cal and Stanford, they're going to Northern California. Um, you know, Cal is two and eight in conference. Um, just looking at their basic stats, they're scoring less than Washington points per game. Uh, if Washington is able to continue to turn this team over, um, you're looking at a, a a possibility of another one of those high turnover, um, kind of break the game open kind of games in California. Oh no, yeah, most definitely. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's their game plan. Like that's what they're trying to do. It doesn't matter what like it doesn't matter what it is offensively. Our defense is gonna create our offense in on on most nights. You know, right. And let's just get out and run it. And so that's what I, I, I like. I know the defense is – they're going to turn them over because they, they, it's how they score points. Right. Like, right. So, I, you know, I feel like it's a given. That's going to become every every game. Yeah, and then shifting the focus down to Stanford. I mean, Washington has already beat Stanford earlier this year. Um, it was one of those things where Washington got out to a huge lead mm-hmm. and the second half was just really hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. How how does Washington not it, 
it seems like one thing that Washington needs to do if they're going to make that next step into, you know, really competing in the, in the Pac-12 tournament is um, winning, uh, winning games that they get out big to and, uh, and kind of putting their foot on the throat of, of whoever they're playing. Yeah. Don't get complacent for sure. That turn that turns good teams great, especially when you can do that. Right, and and of course this is kind of the the turnaround for Washington. They've played both of these teams. They won both of them, Cal handily. But uh, I think it's going to be a if if they're going to drop again. You know, obviously one and one on the road is what you're hoping for. Yeah. But uh, if they're going to drop one, I, I believe it'll be um, in Stanford. But I'm I'm hoping that enough film and enough teaching is going to take place that if they're able to turn Stanford over early, get out to a big lead, they're going to be able to keep the pedal to the metal uh, and not let them come back. That'll do it for us again. Happy birthday, my friend. Um, we'll be back next week to break down the Northern California schools. Yep. Fantastic. Go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs>